You're listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, episode 249. Hey there, you amazing human, and welcome to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, the podcast that is designed for female entrepreneurs who want to make more money in a way that is in alignment for them. If you're looking for practical advice, proven strategies, and expert insights to help you navigate the challenges of growing your business, then you've come to the right place. Welcome, my friend. I am your host, Angela Henderson, a proud Canadian living in beautiful Australia, and I'm a business coach, consultant, and strategist who has helped thousands of women around the world build successful businesses. Through solo episodes and interviews with successful business owners, industry experts, and thought leaders, you'll get insider insights into what it takes to succeed in today's digital age. Whether you're struggling to scale your business, looking for ways to boost your productivity, or seeking ways to overcome the challenges of being an entrepreneur, this show has everything you need to succeed and more. So subscribe, pop your headphones on, and get ready to creating the business and life you deserve today by allowing the Angela Henderson Online Business Show help you create a winning strategy, develop the right mindset, and build lasting wealth. Well, hey there, you amazing human, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. I am your host, Ange from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm an international award-winning business consultant and coach who has helped thousands of women around the world make more money by creating a personalized business strategy and mastering their mindset so they can create a business and life they love and want to show up for every single day. Welcome back. Welcome back. How is your week going, my friend? I'm pumped for today's episode. Today on the show, we're chatting with the one and only Robin Birkin launch from Launch Easy Life, who is a business coach for health and wellness practitioners. This lady is a weapon, and I just love her to pieces. On the show today, Robin wants to share with you the number one business investment that has paid endless dividends and has helped her business absolutely flourish. This one one thing, this one dividend might just be what you need to help you move your business forward. You're going to want to stay tuned. Robin drops a lot of nuggets, shares a lot of wisdom, but more importantly, she also shares with you the number one business event and uh, investment that pays endless dividends that has helped her business absolutely flourish. Before we start in this awesome episode, I just want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my four-day exclusive Bali Women in Business Retreat happening October 19th through to October 22nd, 2023. From amazing speakers to master mind sessions to sound healing, luxury accommodation, luscious food, connection, and time for you to put yourself first. This retreat is something you do not want to miss. It is going to be absolutely epic. To learn more about how you can access and get tickets to this four-day exclusive Bali retreat, simply head to Instagram. My handle is Angela Henderson Consulting and send me a message so we can chat more to make sure that this retreat is exactly what you need to move your business and your life forward. Again, head over to Instagram. My handle is Angela Henderson Consulting and let's chat about the exclusive four-day Bali Women in Business Retreat happening this October. But for now, let's get into today's awesome podcast episode with Robin. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the show, Robin. Thank you so much for having me. It's a long overdue podcast. Oh my goodness. It is so funny. We've been talking about having you on the podcast kind of, I think it was like six months in when you first started working with me. And then we're like, oh, we'll do it in a little while. And now here we are. So I'm super excited to have you here today because you're one of the most delightful humans to be around. Your energy is contagious. Your laugh is infectious. And your knowledge that you bring to women in your particular you know, sector, the wellness space, is just phenomenal. And every woman that has the opportunity to work with you should run to you and not walk. So I'm super excited to have you here today. 
oh, thank you so much. I need to record that and then play that as a pep talk every morning before I, <laughs> when I wake up and sit at the desk. Pep talk from Ange. Here it comes in five, four, three, two, one. But yes, no, you're just an absolute delight. And I'm pumped that you're going to be on the podcast today talking about the number one business investment that pays endless dividends. But before we get started, I always like to ask everyone on the podcast a fun question, just so the audience gets to know you a little bit more. So I'm curious to know, where is your all-time favorite camping spot in Australia? As I know you and your family have a caravan and you guys are off creating memories multiple weekends out of the month. And yeah, tell us a little bit what your favorite spot is. Well, there might be some new competition to the usual favorite spot. So one of my favorite spots in Western Australia is a place called Denmark. So it's not, you know, everyone knows Margaret River, but go a bit further south and you'll get to Denmark. But we just went over these Christmas holidays to a place called Bremer Bay, okay. which is even a little bit further. And think white on white on white sand, beautiful blue um, oceans like that, beautiful crystal clear ocean, beaches everywhere and not too crowded. Honestly, Bremer Bay was a delight and we stayed somewhere that was a little bit off the beaten track at a place called Qualup Homestead. So shout out to that, you know, that place. It was absolutely beautiful and we were nestled in the Fitzgerald National Park. I've never seen so many emus, uh, kangaroos, things like that in the wild. Honestly, highly recommend. Wow. Well, if that doesn't sound like we pack our suitcases and head to WA, I don't know what will. And again, maybe it won't be a secret gem for long now, Rob, because you've just shared with us this gem. But no, this sounds magical. And there's so many places over in WA collectively, but this little, again, further south of Margaret River, you said, is where we need to go. Thank you for sharing. Now, business-wise, you've been doing a couple of things over the last little while from when you started working with me. And tell us, where did you start in business and what are you up to now? So in some ways, I feel like I fell into business. I used to work as an advertising and promotions manager, big car company, and had a web development team. And all of the people who reported to me would never understand what the web developers say. Like, do they sometimes speak in a different language? And me being me, I was like, well, I'd better learn to create websites then. That's going to be the best way to... Uh, help my team. Long story short, it turned into a vegan food blog. And we then entered the complete, you know, whirlwind in not a good way of infertility. And Mm -hmm. just naturally, I started sharing some of my story. I've always been such an open book. Next minute, there was a podcast that launched. And in 2018, we just had our second ICSI baby and I did not want to return to corporate world. So the logical decision that I made was let's make a business out of, you know, infertility and what I do. We launched an online course called the Fertility Warrior Intensive. We continued and built on the podcast and it became a really successful program. We've gone from there, the podcast, the Fertility Warriors, with, you know, has up to 950,000 downloads, which completely blows my mind. And so for the last sort of years, as I've been building my business, it, I fell into becoming a life coach and helping women through infertility and trying to conceive. Oops, can you hear me, Rob? Yep. Oh, sorry. It just went like totally went, I don't know if you heard it, it went zzz, like this. 
One second. Oh, shame. No. <laughs> like, damn you, podcast. <laughs> All right. I'll make sure that the team comes back to cut this. All right, cool. So you fell into it. And then what happened? And I've always, I mean, back in the day, I kind of freelanced a little bit as a marketing manager for a few names out there. So some people may know a incredible woman called Alison Davies. Mm-hmm. And so I do a little bit of marketing on the side with her. We launched the fertility business. And all I can say is that, gosh, I love the marketing side of things. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt so called to help people. I've always been an in-house marketing manager. And one of the reasons for that is that my core value is discovery. Mm-hmm. I love figuring out the formula to how things work, to get it to work. Mm-hmm. And so we've had this real pivot in the business to closing a lot of chapters in the fertility business and closing that chapter in my personal life as well to now focus a lot more on supporting other wellness practitioners, naturopaths, nutritionists, life coaches in growing their wellness businesses. Love it. And like, again, I mean, so much knowledge there because obviously you had the marketing stuff that you were already doing with other individuals. You then became a mom also, which brings in that knowledge again, obviously going through fertility. Then you start the fertility side, almost have a million downloads, a very successful course helping, you know, thousands of women around the world with their fertility journey. And then you're like, well, actually the marketing. The marketing is actually where my heart is. And now you work with amazing humans around the world in that wellness sector as their business consultant, ultimately to get their businesses up and running. So what a great journey this is. And through that journey, though, one of the things that you're going to talk about today, though, is the number one business investment that pays endless dividends. And obviously, not only as a coach yourself, but also someone who's invested in coaching before. I want you to think about why do people before we dive deeper into everything, why do you think the women in business collectively struggle to invest in anything, either in business, life, exercise, even fertility? Why do you think it is that business, yeah, that women specifically have a hard time investing? Isn't it funny? Because I find that a lot of men don't have that same issue. I would agree. Things. They, they go, like my husband has something like 21 surfboards and he feels zero guilt about doing that. But I think as women, we've, and we've grown, society has built us this way that we martyr ourselves and particularly as mums, everyone comes before us. Mm-hmm. So we feel really guilty sometimes buying shoes, investing in ourselves, spending money, and then we enter this space. And so most of the women that I work with, are also mothers, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to say, actually, I need to come first before my family sometimes, or I matter, or, you know, this is really important for me um, and not have to justify everything and every cent. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard for us to do that. It's really hard for us to step into this space and say, this is what I want unashamedly, I'm going to go out there and do it. And many of us, you know, as we've grown children and have taken a step back perhaps in our careers in order to raise our babies, which is completely fine. But again, there comes, you know, all of these guilt and all of these emotions along with spending or investing in things. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do you think as we get older, we invest less? Or do you think it's easier when we're younger and we invest more? Like, what do you think? definitely think that some of some of the younger generations and not necessarily when we were younger but I do feel like some of the younger generation approach finances in a completely different way mm-hmm. but and I'll never forget 
someone once saying that so much of like you can learn so much about your money mindset from learning so much about your the way you were brought up around food. <laughs> Interesting. And, and so like what were your parents like around food? Like you have to finish everything on your plate. Why? Like does that mean because there's not enough? Does that mean tomorrow there won't be enough? You know, and we, it's almost around food, around so many things. I feel like we've grown up with this scarcity mindset that it's always going to run out, like there's not going to be enough. And if I could say one, um, as a life coach, as a business coach, everything, if there's one broken record that goes on in our mind, it's I'm not enough, I'm not Mm. doing enough, you know, I'm not earning enough, I'm not enough of a mother, whatever it is, the message that I find that replays in women's minds over and over and over again is not enough. Mm-hmm. needs to change. One hundred percent. And as we know, and I've talked about on the podcast before, that typically in our subconscious, there's those three primary drivers. I'm not enough. I did not belong. And I don't feel safe. And those that enoughness story typically has played out in our childhood earlier on. Then it typically will play out again, typically in teenager. And you may even have it in adulthood, right? And so that enoughness, if we don't get to the root problem of it, it just keeps showing up and rearing its head over and over and over again. And as women in business, I feel... We have a responsibility to really kind of work on that inner work to get to that subconscious and start rewiring the brains. But that's a whole nother topic for another day. But yes, I cannot agree more that enoughness is impacting the growth of businesses on a regular basis. Now, investing in your experience and working and then obviously, you know, working with a coach, what is the number one business investment in your opinion that has paid endless dividends throughout your business career? Getting the shortcuts with people who have been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a real difference between expenses and investments in mm-hmm. your business and where you can get the shortcuts. So typically that might be, you know, by working with a business coach or investing in an online program. Every investment that I've made, and I think we can really fall into the trap of expecting, number one, not taking personal responsibility. And when you work with a coach or a provider, it's not a done-for-you service. Mm. It's someone who'll give you the shortcut and the benefit of their expertise, all of those kind of things. So you have to take personal responsibility for your results, but that doesn't mean that you have to expect instant gratification and instant rewards. So when I think back and one of, I guess, my real perception of investing in coaching and mentoring has been different right from the start. So even before I had a business, I invested in a coach. Mm-hmm. It was 12, six sessions over 12 weeks. It cost, I think, two and a half thousand dollars. So I wasn't making any money at this point. I just had a vegan food blog. I published maybe one post about my infertility and I need. I just wanted someone to guide me through the next step and what that might look like. Uh, that person made the suggestion to start a podcast. Right mm-hmm. in that yep. time of working with her, even in the like the year following, I didn't make that two and a half thousand dollars back. But I knew that in order for me to make some steps forward and even conceive of the idea that this could be a business for me, mm-hmm. I knew that I needed to invest in someone who was actually doing it and was there. That podcast, as we discussed before, it's had like nine more than nine hundred and fifty thousand downloads. Mm-hmm. And podcast and Instagram have been the number one way that people have found and worked with me. The second, when I in two thousand eighteen, when I said this is me, I'm going to make this a business. 
Again, I invested mid four figures with a business coach on an eight-week package. As I worked with her, and honestly, I seriously, I worked my butt off working with her. That was when I launched my online course. That first launch brought in 50 discovery calls. Um, Only five people converted. But that online course went on to make, I think in the space of 18 months, it made 98,000 US dollars. So, but it wasn't while I was working with her. It was all of the knowledge, all of the shortcuts of how to put together a course, how to sell that course, how to launch a beta round of that course. And it compounds because what's now happened as well is that supported me in creating other courses, creating other revenue for our business. And we've now served more than a thousand students. So I just, I feel like sometimes we get stuck. Well, this is an expense. This is a lot of money. And 100% do your due diligence on who you work with. Take personal responsibility for the actions that you take because you create your success. They're there to guide you, walk alongside you, give you all of the courses and investments and knowledge they have and pass that along so you get the shortcut. Without those investments, well, where would I be? Would I still have a vegan food blog and a few articles (laughs) on a website uh, about, you know, IVF? Who knows? That's the thing. Like, I think uh, I like that you brought up the, the notion of obviously the number one business investment that pays endless dividends is looking at outsourcing and working with either a coach or taking a course specifically to get you to those next steps. But I do, I couldn't agree more with the the notion of people having to take responsibility and also understanding that like hiring someone or taking a course doesn't mean that there's an immediate ROI. It could take, it, there could be, but it's not normally the way I've seen it pan out. And I also think people forget that it's like the compound effect that you said is you've worked with a couple different coaches over your time and each of them have helped you. And you, you, it might take you four or five years before one of their suggestions land for you because you're ready to receive it. It doesn't mean that they were a bad coach. It just might've been that you weren't ready to implement that at that particular part of your life. So uh, yes, I couldn't agree more with the notion of taking responsibility and that there's a compound effect, which is so important because in this day and age, especially with the younger generation and with what people are consuming on social media, where it's like, just start a business and you can have a 10 figure business and you can be living on the beaches of Hawaii and having your pool boy. I think it's it's not necessarily like that. And I think there needs to be a little bit of a reality check with people. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about how, obviously, you've worked with me one-on-one and you've also worked with me in the mastermind. And so I want you to share the audience an example of endless dividends uh, when you've worked with me, I know that there was one piece of advice I gave you, I think on our very first call that yes. pretty much paid for not only your one-on-one coaching, but also the mastermind the year after. Do you want to share them with like that one little piece of advice and how, again, you don't know what you don't know. And then you're like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. And you know what the funny thing about the, and I'll tell everyone about it in, in a moment, but I don't know if anyone's ever heard the phrase, when you pay, you pay attention. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening, you know, to your podcast and the funny thing is, and I skimmed past this advice that you gave. I didn't listen to that advice. And then the first meeting we came up and you were like, Robin, have you ever considered the uh, export development grant? And I was like, sorry, what? And it, you were like, here's my connection. They'll help you sort it out. 
instantly, like both times, it's paid 1.5 times. So when we talk about, you know, instant gratification and getting your return on investment, mm-hmm. I would have never have applied for that mm-hmm. had you not mentioned it. And it's covered 1.5 times your investment as an instant investment. I've had one and a half years um, of working with you, having you support and guide me through. So not just, you know, like, at a, a yes, at a financial level, but, you know, as I'm sure we will talk about, but also at a real emotional level, it's really hard to run an online business in isolation. And but that was something that instantly, pretty much, with not a lot of work at all, returned a 1.5 uh, investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny because, like you said, sometimes you can be consuming a podcast because I did do a podcast about the export grant and it just didn't hit with you right then, right? Like, oh, I've listened. Yeah, that might be. But then again, we get busy. We forget. But when you start working with a consultant or a coach, what happens is, is again, they can start to take the noise out of everything and really become kind of laser focused on what can move you the quickest in some ways, what can provide you long-term growth, but also just like the next steps that can help you grow. And sometimes it's such a mess, our mind and our to-do list is so messy that we forget like what's the next step. And sometimes it might be breathing. Sometimes it might be doing the export grant, but sometimes too. And I like that you raised the point about emotional support, Robin. A lot of times people want that ROI, that return on investment, but sometimes the strategy is just having someone to bounce ideas off of. Sometimes the strategy is just knowing that someone's there to listen and not have to, do you know what I mean? Like our husbands who don't really care, our partners who don't care, right? It's like, and that in itself can pay dividends, but because in society, we don't look at it that way, it's very hard for us to... to to accept that, I guess, and, and embrace that that's actually what we might need sometimes. And I think that sometimes we over-expect what is realistic. I mean, realistic is a concept. Nothing is realistic. You can aim as high as you want for whatever goals you want, mm-hmm. but let's look at things with a holistic lens that it's not like there's so many facets and elements that go with working with someone, having a mentor, um, investing in yourself. So even if whether that's giving yourself permission to once a month go and get a massage, so Mm -hmm. I'm incorporating all of this, but there's so much that goes into what creates a well-rounded, happy and joyful individual who enjoys their business and enjoys their life outside of just, you know, here, make $100,000 in six minutes. There's so much more (laughs) that goes into it. And I think that's the thing is, you know, one of the things you'll know with working with me is I'm very big about alignment. And so people will come in as I need the next launch strategy and or I need this and tell me this. And I'm like, okay, we can get there. But why are you in alignment with this launch? Is this what you want? Well, this is what everyone's doing. Just give me the steps and tell me what to do. And I'm like, well, no, hold on. If you're not in alignment and sometimes people can get frustrated because they're like, just tell me the hows. And I'm like, yes, but if I don't work with you, on understanding you and what you need and what lights you up. We're actually building an entire business model that could be extremely hurtful and detrimental. I know with working with you, Rob, it's very important that you've got your school holidays off to spend time with your children, that you only start work at a certain time and then be able to be available for the girls in the afternoon. And so if I'm off telling you to go and do every podcast and launch this particular way and do nighttime work, I knew it wasn't going to work for you. And so sometimes it's not just the strategies on the house, but sometimes it's around alignment and understanding what the human being needs. And so often women don't even know what they need because they've put themselves last for so long. Indeed. It's so true. Um, So I, you know, I really think that we need to look beyond just this concept of instant 
financial ROI and start having a look at well, what, what is in alignment, what would make my business more enjoyable and sustainable, financial, and in all of the ways. No, I couldn't agree more. Now, one of the things that I like having you on today, and as many know, when I bring individuals who have worked with me on, is I like you to share kind of your story from your mouth versus just reading a written testimonial. So in your experience uh, with working with me, what, you know, I guess it would be great for you to tell listeners a little bit about how did you decide to work with me? Like, how did you hear about me? What were some of the challenges you were facing at the time before you hired a coach? What did that look like for you? Yes. And I love this question. So to give everyone a bit of an idea in, so I think we started working together in about May, June of Mm -hmm. 2021. And I started the year saying to myself, like, I've got two degrees in marketing and communications. Here I was like, I'd built a podcast, I'd done the things. And I still felt pretty stuck, even though, you know, I knew all the strategies. There's actually only so much strategies you can have. And pretty much any, you can apply any strategy and it will work if you, you know, tweak it for long enough. And if you commit and don't, you know, overcommit yourself to too many strategies. So, you know, I was kind of a bit strategied out. I was like, no, I'm going to sit and apply what I know. But in April of 2022, I had quit my corporate job following, you know, all of the craziness of 2020, et cetera. I'd quit my corporate job in November of 2020. So coming into 2021, I'd quit that safe income in order to run my business. I was burnt out by everything that had happened in the last few years. But then in April, I separated from my husband. So that was big. At that time, I had only been taking a re- like a fairly small salary from my business. And all of a sudden, here I was with this big life change. And I felt like, man, I need to make bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's no, this isn't a hobby or like a fun pursuit anymore in the name of learning marketing. Actually, I do not have the physical and emotional energy to return to a corporate office, especially if there's going to be more homeschooling and things like that. I was like, there's no way that's going to be able to work with my lifestyle. So this is it. I'm in this business now, and I but I need to make a proper income. And so here I was all of a sudden like, yep, this is it now, but felt incredibly isolated. Mm-hmm. And I had already run a mastermind for other professionals with infertility and wellness for a few years. And I remember in this, first, like I wrote down when we started working together, this brief of what is going on for me in my life and in my business, you know, that so that I could decipher it a little bit in my own head to brief you. And I remember looking like a year later and seeing that I had written, I just really enjoy the business coaching. Mm-hmm. So here I was with a business that was, you know, somewhat thriving within fertility and life coaching, but feeling really called to serve in a business capacity at the same time as separating from my husband at the same time as really needing to increase the revenue and therefore my salary from my business. That would have been really hard in isolation. Mm-hmm. We don't need to do everything in isolation. And one of my mottos, I guess, from working with women in infertility is like, just get help. Don't mm-hmm. wait till you're on your last legs and then, you know, give up after you've white knuckled everything through. Get help. So, you know, I employ that in all areas of my life. I am not the best and not the most consistent at cleaning my house. So just get a cleaner. 
Mm-hmm. It makes my life exponentially better. So here I was in this space and I was like, you know what? I don't need to do this on my own. Like I know the strategies, but I don't want just strategies. I didn't want I didn't I never want someone who's all vibes no strategy, which I see a lot of these days. But I wanted someone who would marry both strategy and that holistic level of support. Mm-hmm. Someone who was Australian. I've invested in so many programs and people from and, you know, like the United States and other areas across the world, love it, will still continue to do it. But I just wanted someone in Australia in my time, you know, comparative time zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I had listened to a few of your podcasts and I had seen you around people who, you know, whose circles I'd been in. So I kept seeing your face pop up on, you know, like Lisa Cordov stuff um, and things like that. And I was like, you know what, if you want to up-level your results, up-level your connections. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just connected to, you know, Denise Duffield-Thomas, this person. I was like, she's friends with these people. If I want to be in a circle of people who is doing better, I'm going to surround myself with someone who is, like, doing better. I want mm-hmm. to up-level. And so it was just this thing of checking all of the boxes. You know, I stalked you on Instagram. I had a look at the testimonials on your website. Uh, and that was sort of where I went. And I don't even know if I had a discovery call. I'm generally a person, like, I'll just sign up over the DMs. And I think that was that and I needed that support um, from someone on all levels and I think there too though Rob is what you did is you like go back to what you're saying earlier on is you did your due diligence you took Mm -hmm. responsibility and you did your homework to find the person that was right for you the person like you said that connections were important you didn't want to do it alone Um, you'd read testimonials and a lot of women don't do that and then when they come to me they're crying because their money's been taken right and they've gone for a ride and the people haven't promised what they say Whenever I hire a business consultant or whenever I go into a mastermind or a Facebook ads person, I'm always doing my due diligence. It's up to you to Google them, ask for testimonials. I know there's a client right now on a discovery call I did who's asked to speak with a couple of people from the mastermind because she just wants to have human contact. I'm like, yep, got permission from them, connected to them. Do whatever you need to do. Ask for a discovery call. If they don't want to get on a discovery call, then maybe they're not the right coach for you, right? But really lean into, but take responsibility. And that's definitely what you did. We did not have a discovery call. Everything was done via DMs because yeah. that's that's how, like you said, that was your preference. But again, you did your due diligence. Now, what do you feel? I mean, you've talked a little bit about it, but what have you found to be your favorite part with working with me as your business consultant? I would definitely say that holistic support and the level of connections that you have uh it's so nice it's been so nice and refreshing well on an emotional level to have someone who understands what my life is like after mm-hmm. separating so this is before you separated from your husband mm-hmm. so I had separated from my husband and I needed someone who would understand what was going on in my life mm-hmm. I've got two really little children here I don't I don't have the capacity to you know, do these big giant like $300,000 launches with a thousand reels. I just did not have neither the emotional or physical capacity. So I needed someone who would be flexible with what I needed Mm -hmm. uh, at that time. And to have someone who could honor me as a full person in the full spectrum of everything that was going on in my life. Mm -hmm. And rather than being someone who was like, this is how we work, like this is the prescription of exactly how things work. Um, to be able to have that flexibility, to be able to have one of the things I found the most refreshing is if you work with Ange and you go like a week without like you go radio silence, Ange will reach out to you and be like, hey, how are you going? And sometimes you can be so knee deep in your business and in your life 
that it's just so nice and refreshing to be like, oh, someone cares. Like I have a business coach that cares about me. Um, so honoring that holistic and that whole person with someone that knew what my life was like and, you know, could honor me as someone who has mindset stuff going on, someone who needs a bit of strategy, someone who needs, you know, all these different areas was really refreshing. Oh, well, that's always, I always love to hear because everyone says uh, something different, right? So it's always yeah. good to hear. And and one of my mottos is, is that I don't treat people like transactions. Every person is yeah. a human being and every person has things going on in their world. And, and I've been, you know, um, I wouldn't say reprimanded, uh, but I would say in some of my peers, they'll say, and you why are you micromanaging the women that you work with? Or, you know, it's not your responsibility. I'm like, it isn't my responsibility, but I want to reach out to them. I want to know that they're doing okay. I want to know that their daughters didn't mean ballet went good. I want to know that they had a good trip on their caravan because I care about them. And I do feel that that's probably my biggest differentiator in my opinion, is that like people are not a transaction to me. And as you know, I work with a smaller cohort of people versus large numbers because I never want people to feel like they're in a sea and get lost when they're working with me. Like it's, it's even my team and systems, we've got so many systems in place that if someone goes off the radar, you're either got me personally messaging you or my team going, Hey, and just try to reach out to you or you and your family. Okay. What's going on. So I appreciate that you, that you felt that because that's my kind of whole, it's very part of my values, right? Is in that it's, I care about the humans. Now for those listeners that might be sitting on the fence and going, okay, that's great. You help Robin, you know, one, one point, five X her, you know, return with working with you. And she's, she's got a podcast up and she's got her business going from here to here. And you've helped her with motherhood and, you know, all those things. But for those listeners staying on the fence and they might be considered working with me as their business consultant or coach, or even someone else, what words of encouragement would you give them to kind of take that leap and and to back themselves, invest in themselves, trust themselves? I'd always say to consider that, you know, believing that you're worthy and believing that you matter. And you know, here I was going into this, you know, point where I wasn't earning very much money. I was potentially going to be single and needing to do that. Yet I invested, you know, what was at the time a significant amount of the, like the salary that I was bringing in, into working with a coach. And you have to be committed to yourself and trust that it's going to work, like trust that it's going to pan out, trust that you have the ability to do this, trust that it can work for you. But you have the choice. You can either sit there and try to like YouTube videos and all of the strategies, which can be just so confusing, I find. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, do you know what? I don't have to do this in isolation. Online business can be such a lonely thing. You can be stuck with your thoughts, stuck with, you know, feeling like, do I need to pivot? What do I need to do all the time? Sometimes it's just helpful to get the shortcut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels better. <laughs> I agree. In the shortcut, I'm all about, I mean, we all have time to make mistakes, right? But time is the only thing we can never get back. And so for me, if I'm trying to create luscious memories with my kids, if I'm wanting to go on holidays, if I'm wanting to connect with family or friends, I need time to be able to do that. And I want to be able to do that. But when we're starting a business, the amount of hours, like when I first started, you know, YouTubing, Googling, hacking this, doing this, I'm like, oh, there's got to be a shortcut. There has to be a shortcut. And again, the notion of paying to play, right? When you pay to play, uh, again, you pay attention. And I say often on the podcast, the uh, the transformation occurs when the transaction takes place, regardless if it's a $10 ticket to you know, a a local event or whether or not it's a $10,000 commitment to a mastermind, there's this enormous transformation that comes with that. 
So because yes. you subconsciously like drown out some of the noise of all the things around you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gives you that, even just that internal mental clarity of what should I focus on next? What is the most important thing here that's going to take me? And then you've got this other person here who can be like, oh, yeah, but I've done that. This is like, this is going to help you do that. So it just makes it exponentially easier when you're not doing things in isolation. Mm-hmm. No, I couldn't agree more. Now, when you think about the businesses that you run from when you start off from the vegan to the fertility and now into the wellness business coaching side of things, Rob, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business? So I've actually got three things that I think are so important and going to be so valuable for everyone. Mm-hmm. The first one that I kind of alluded to before is that there's so many strategies out there it's not necessarily that one of them is better than the other. Pretty much all of the strategies, all of the social media channels can work, mm-hmm. right? If you, you know, tweak it and refine it, like not everything works straight off the bat. But the big difference is what are the ones that are going to work for you and mm-hmm. the lifestyle that you want to create? You are here to create a life. You're not here to just create a business or just here to create an Instagram account. They're tools to help support your life. So they can all work, but pick like one and roll with it that's mm-hmm. going to work for your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is that nothing is personal. Even mm-hmm. when, even if you get trolls online, like it's literally not personal. It's a reflection of other people's experiences, but it's pretty much all maths and marketing. Mm-hmm. If someone doesn't buy your program, it's not a personal reflection on you. It's literally, you know, like tactics and conversion rates and maths and data. So the more that you can go back to the data and say, okay, what can we improve, refine, shift, change, mm-hmm. and make logical decisions rather than emotional decisions, the more success you'll have. Um, And the very last one is, so it's nothing in business is an emergency. Mm -hmm. Yep, I agree. And but again, so often we make it an emergency, right? And, you know, as somebody who separated from my husband, then got back from my husband with my husband and whose word last year was boundaries, Mm -hmm. I was not going to allow my business to suck up my life. I was like, no, I'm going to be with my kids most days after school. We are going to have fun in the school holidays. And our businesses can feel really stressful. And like, this is, you know, one of the ways, not all of the ways, one of the small ways that running your own business can start to erode your life. Mm-hmm. And coming back to, you've got to find the strategies that are going to work for you. Nearly all the strategies can work, but what's going to work for the life that you want to create. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had this phrase whenever I'm working on something. Um, so in the United States, the vice president or the president, there's always someone standing behind them, like a military person carrying a briefcase. Inside that briefcase is a nuclear codes. And I when when they had the last election, this was uh, I was following this account called Sharon Says So. They had this big conversation about this bag, which is called the football. So I'll be working on whether it's a Facebook ads campaign or a webinar or we had our course platform go down for like eight hours at the beginning of the year. And the mantra that I used was it's not the effing football. <laughs> like it's not <laughs> it's, it's a effing Facebook pixel or it's a course platform. Like nothing's going to happen. No major world catastrophes are going to happen if my Facebook ads like aren't working or, you know, if my ad gets shut down or something like that, it's nothing in business is an emergency. And we really need to call ourselves back to that. It's all maths, it's all marketing um, and it's all tweaking. So no, it's not the effing football. It was the mantra that 
I use and wish I knew at the beginning of my business as well. I love it because that's the thing is, again, is I used to say like when my ex-husband would call me to do something at the house, like, why was I running late when I would work in my mental health job? And I was like, to me, 99% of the world, nothing's an emergency. Everything can wait. But in that particular role, if I was dealing with someone who was suicidal or homicidal, I was like, the shit's got to wait. Anything else, yeah. well, pretty much, I'm like, it is not an emergency, right? We are not, yeah. someone's not having a heart attack. It's going to be okay. But in the world where we're about that, again, immediate gratification, things have to be done now, is we expect everyone to just drop what they're doing. So I absolutely love that analogy. Yep. So. For those businesses out there that are like, I'd love just to connect with Robin, see what she's up to, see what she's doing. How can the audience connect with you? The absolute best way to connect with me is on Instagram. So we've just recently launched our wellness business Instagram account and it's at Launch Easy Life. Mm-hmm. And it's really a reflection of me being so laser focused on the life that I wanted to create whilst creating the fertility business that we were able to reach six figures in six hours per week not by doing all of the strategies, not by doing all of the things that everyone else was doing, but by following an an easier strategy that worked for me in the life that I had, you know, navigating a nap time empire in between the nine to five role that I had, but still being able to create a sustainable business from that. Dude, I love it. Rob, like I said at the very beginning, you're an absolute weapon. You're an absolute legend. And I just admire you in more than one way. And it has been an absolute privilege to get to know you over the last 18 months through one-on-one consulting and through the mastermind. And the women that you work with in the wellness space are definitely always in for a treat and so lucky to have you in their corner. So thank you again for today coming on, being able to share that number one, you know, business investments, you know, that continues to pay in dividends. And really it's around investing in that coach and consultant and or that course that you need that's going to get you to the next steps. But also just understanding for those that are listening that again, it is not an immediate gratification. Sometimes things that coaches do helps you for the short for the long term and not necessarily the short term, but also being able to take responsibility for what you do in your business. And also when you're hiring a coach or signing up on that dotted line for the course, it is your responsibility at the end of the day to do your due diligence. So again, Robin, it has been an absolute treat working with you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And I just hope you have a beautiful day over in WA with that beautiful family of yours. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. And thanks everyone for your time. Have a great day, my friend. Thanks for listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, www.angelahenderson.com.au.